Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So Quebec has suddenly become front and center again in the debate about the future of Alberta's energy sector. I mean, you know, the pressing issues we're dealing with at the moment involve pipeline projects that don't impact Quebec, don't bring Quebec into the equation at all. We're trying to figure out how to get things moving on the Trans Mountain Pipeline project. Uh, We're hoping that south of the border, things can sort themselves out on uh, Keystone XL. But look, if, if the premier of Quebec is, is going to take a broadside at Alberta's energy sector, then it's uh, certainly logical that people here will respond. Especially given what, you know, what we learned in recent days about Quebec's increased take from equalization and the fact that Alberta remains a have province. That it really feels as though Quebec is biting the hand that feeds it. Even if that's not technically how it all works, it certainly comes across that way. That in order for Canada to have the ability to, to administer programs like equalization. We need have provinces. Quebec should be Alberta's biggest booster. Now, but clearly a change in government has not really resulted in much of a meaningful change on this issue. So the story today, vilified by Alberta politicians for saying Quebecers are not interested in dirty energy, Premier Legault Monday showed no sign of backing down. Uh, Speaking to reporters during a visit to the Gaspé region, Legault repeated there was no social acceptability in the province for oil pipeline projects such as Energy East. Okay, well, that's fine. I mean, there there is no Energy East on the table at the moment. Uh, But I think the Premier of Quebec is making it known that don't get any ideas when it comes to bringing that project back or something like it because we are going to oppose it. What are the consequences, though, of opposing that kind of development? And maybe it's something that the Quebec Premier doesn't fully appreciate. Alberta Senator Doug Black has sent a letter to Quebec's Premier inviting him to come visit Alberta and to get a first-hand view and account of how things really are here in our energy sector. Well, joining us to talk more uh, about this issue... And we'll talk about C-69 as well. Very pleased to welcome to the program, Alberta Senator Doug Black. Senator, thank you for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Absolutely. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners. So why did you feel it was important to respond to to Premier Legault? Well, I, like I think many Canadians, certainly many, many Albertans, read his comments. And the very politest way to put it is he seems to be misinformed. So I thought, you know, I'm going to take the opportunity rather than criticizing, which was certainly my first reaction, to invite him out here to travel with him around Alberta for a couple of days. I want to go to Grand Prairie, to Fort Mac, to Edmonton, to the refinery district east of Edmonton, to Calgary, to meet with families, to meet with businesses, to meet with leaders, to talk about two things. 
the fact that the energy industry is the cleanest energy industry in the world, that we have the lowest carbon footprint for an energy producer in the world, that we have meaningful engagements with First Nations communities everywhere, and that we are responsible providers of energy. And by the way, Premier, when you're here, you know that you get $13.1 billion in equalization money next year. And, of course, you must know that the majority of that comes from Alberta. And we just want the opportunity for you to get to know some Albertans to understand that we're not robber barons out here. We're not environmental terrorists. We are responsible Canadians who deserve respect. So I've asked him out here. We're going to get in the car, and we're going to go visiting if he agrees to come. Right, which is a big yeah, but has there been any kind of response so far? Haven't heard anything. Went out Friday, and so we will see. I mean, we will see. I know that it's gotten attention because the Quebec media are noting it, and they've asked to, to speak with me about it. And I'm just taking the high road. Uh, it's easy to slam. But I'm just saying, look, come on out here. Let, just, let's just see what you're talking about and see whether you still believe that we're providers of dirty oil to the world. That's what I want him to leave with an understanding of. And if he were really, really on his game, he would jump at this. He would jump at this because he must know he stepped in a major cow pie here. Yeah, it seems like he did. And perhaps they, they, they don't fully appreciate what Albert is going through at the moment. And they can't. They can't. They can't. But honest to goodness, I don't think you need to be a psychiatrist or a rocket scientist to figure out there's got to be hardship in a province. People didn't have to explain to Albertans when the cod fishery in Newfoundland collapsed that it was hardship. We, we We don't have to be lectured on this and he shouldn't have to be either uh, but apparently he does so let's be constructive as we do here in alberta let's be welcoming as we are and let's get him out here and he can bring whoever he wants and we're going to show him around now it's worth noting i mean quebec's new premier has come in with a different kind of agenda he's even talked openly about trying to get uh, quebec off of equalization which would certainly it's certainly a laudable goal in the meantime though and you alluded to it that, that certainly quebec has a vested interest in in alberta being strong and the energy sector being strong that, that really i mean quebec should be uh, an ally of alberta shouldn't it huge ally huge huge ally we are their atm machine <laughs> And the last time I went to my ATM machine, I sure wanted to know that my passcode worked. Look, and I mean, if if Premier of Quebec or the people of Quebec, I mean, if they have concerns about um, any specific project, I know there were concerns about energies, for example, I, I suppose we can address those. And it's not unreasonable to have those concerns. But certainly what the Quebec Premier has spoken of is just kind of this blanket condemnation uh, of of any kind of project or even of Alberta oil itself. It, it's, it's, it was very sweeping and very unfortunate in that sense. It's- And, you know, many people have suggested that it's also very hypocritical because Quebec imports hundreds of thousands of barrels of oil a day from Saudi Arabia and Algeria and Venezuela. Now, 
Do you think, does anybody think that their environmental standards are as high as ours, that their human rights uh, and respect for gender are as high as ours? It's just hypocritical. It is hypocritical. And by the way, Rob, they are importing that oil paying world price. They're paying world price for the dirtiest oil in the world. And then he stands up and criticizes us. So, I mean, like, let's assume I missed something here. Uh, and maybe when he comes out to visit us here in Alberta, maybe he'll correct me. Maybe I've missed something. But I'm hoping he'll come on out and we can, you know, and maybe he'll get together with us as well. Maybe we'll bring together some uh, leading journalists in the province to have a conversation about what does this look like? I do wonder at some level if if this is all a, a, a distraction. I mean, right now there is no pipeline project on the table that, that would go through Quebec. Certainly our biggest concern at the moment is trying to get Trans Mountain moving forward to the West Coast, and hopefully south of the border things can get sorted out with, with Keystone XL, and we can get that moving forward. Given that those are our most pressing issues, how much should we be concerned with what, what's coming out of the mouth of Quebec's Premier? I am concerned for this reason. I mean, I got, I've, got, I've got your point, uh, and there's sort of a business answer and there's a political answer. The business answer for me is that I would rather see Canadian oil being consumed in Canada rather than foreign oil. Full stop. And we can do that if we have the Energy East pipeline down through Quebec into Atlantic Canada. That is a better place for Canada to be. That helps, you know. Canadian prosperity. So that's the business reason. The political reason is uh, I don't need to tell you or your listeners that people in this province are now really angry. It's moved from anxiety and concern uh, to anger. Mm -hmm. People are angry about how they feel Canada is treating Alberta. So I would have thought that the leaders of Canada, and clearly the Premier of Quebec is a leader of Canada, should be a little more temperate in both his sensitivity and his comments, uh, because what it does is it fuels the very anger and anxiety that's existing in this province. And I, I don't think that's a constructive way to advance our cause here. And that's why I invited him, because I want to try and lance this if I possibly can. And maybe he will even stand up, which, frankly, he should and say... I misspoke. I apologize for those comments. I did not mean that. I'm sorry. And that's that. That's yeah. what he should do because they're uh, comments that are not helpful at any time, but certainly not helpful at this time. And that would be how I would respond to that, Rob. Ultimately, it falls to the federal government. If Quebec's premier had a change of heart on this issue, even if BC's premier had a change of hearts on this issue, ultimately it falls to the federal government, doesn't it? does, but I can tell you, having, having had the privilege of serving Albertans in Ottawa for a little more than six years now, I can tell you that if Quebec is interested in something, the government of Canada is fascinated by the idea. Well, and that, that's the reality, isn't it? <laughs> that, I, mean, I don't want to sound like an old cynic the week before Christmas, <laughs> but that... guy in uh, that uh, Christmas show who steals the spirit of Christmas. Ebenezer Scrooge. Right. I don't want to sound like Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> but the reality is, what Quebec wants, Quebec seems to get. And if Quebec wanted Energy East, oh my God, that would be a fabulous idea. 
I think Ottawa would think. Yeah, um, it would be a, yeah. dated, you know, whatever. But I, that's been my experience. Well, you're right. I think New Brunswick likes the idea Quebec doesn't. If those roles were reversed, yeah, as you say, it might be a completely different conversation. Completely wrong. Let me Absolutely. just ask you quickly as well. Uh, C-69, we've talked about yeah. it before, uh, a lot of concern yeah. around this legislation and the impact it could have on energy projects. Uh, there's the potential, at least, to, to make some significant changes to this legislation in the Senate. Um, wh- where is it at, and what, what are your thoughts on the, those prospects? Yeah. Well, thank you for asking me about that. This is my number one file. I am on this 24-7 because this is a very bad piece of legislation. As many, many leaders of uh, business across Canada have said, if C-69 passes, there will be no major energy projects proposed in Canada. That is just, it's a calamity for this country. Therefore, we have, when we first started the conversations last September, October with government, there was no way that they were going to entertain amendments. They've started to feel a bit of heat, and now they're saying, yeah, the Prime Minister said last week, yes, we want to see amendments from the Senate. My view is this. Of course we're going to work as constructively as we can to bring forth a series of amendments that work for energy proponents in this country. And I'm an optimist, so let's go with we're going to find a package that works and the government of Canada endorses. But if not, this bill is so damaging, so poorly constructed, so poorly thought out, that it needs to go in the chipper or the recycling bin or the dustbin. That is my view. Having said that, I'm going to work like a dog, and I am working like a dog, to try and fashion a series of amendments that will work for energy proponents, uh, both here in Alberta and across Canada. But if we can't get those accepted, then they got to start again. I've said all along, let's pause and let's get it right. So now we're pausing. But we haven't gotten it right yet, Rob. And if we don't get it right, I am going to be advocating that we just start again. Just simply start again. Full stop. Well, uh, much more on all of these issues. DougBlack.ca. Senator, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Anytime. I welcome the opportunity to chat with you and your listeners. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.